Hey, D, what's going on? It's Josh. Hey, what up, Josh? Not too much. Uh, you're live on uh, Sippin' Tea with Josh. How's it going? Oh, pretty good. Pretty good. Awesome. Um, so I wanted to talk to you. Um, you've worked for a pawn shop for uh, several years now, and I kind of wanted you to take me into that. Um, what is, uh, what's it like working at a pawn shop? It's various, very, very exciting. Uh, every day is something new. Uh, you get to see new things every day. Uh, I've seen anything from a hundred thousand dollar diamond to a three hundred thousand dollar car. You know, so uh, my day is full of excitement most of the time. Wow. Now, now, what type of people come in there? Is it mostly junkies? Is it gamblers? Is it uh, why why do people pawn their stuff? I would say out of a hundred percent, you would probably get five percent of people that either do drugs or gambling. Uh, most of the drug addicts can't afford the box up to bring stuff here, so you ain't gonna see a lot of that. Mostly, I get business people that uh, need some quick liquid cash. It takes a long time to get a long form bank. Uh, it's a lengthy uh, process. And if you own something like a Rolex, for example, uh, you come to a pawn shop, it takes you probably about 20 minutes your first time here. And after that, if you had that same Rolex here before, it would take you like two to three minutes to come in and out. So I get a lot of business people, a lot of uh, people that just use this as an alternative in the bank. Okay, gotcha. What's um, off the top of your head, what's the craziest item uh, as far as most expensive uh, item that you were just blown away when you were holding it. That diamond, $100,000 diamond, you would look at it and think it's fake. But it was a real diamond. It was about almost uh, six carats, single round stone, brilliant, brilliant cut. Uh, it was uh, a BS1 uh, yeah now how do you um how do you determine because i'm sure you try to stay away from thieves so how do you determine if someone is legitimately selling you something or if they are a thief how do you tell if that person is uh legit it's very important to ask the right questions. You got a person that bring in something like that and don't have an idea or a clue about what they have, then you pretty much know they either stole it from someone or they could have got it handed down to them. But you, even then, would know somebody to do some type of studying on the item before they bring it in. So I try to answer the right questions and pay attention to the person. Uh, demeanor and everything and uh, doing this for as many years as I have been doing it I pretty much got a good eye on that yeah yeah and I'm sure the uh, I'm sure the body language says it all too um, I'm sure if you have a person that's very antsy uh, looking to get out of there quick uh, that there's something sketchy about them a am I right on that? I didn't run into that before I ran into a guy that had Uh, protect the watch. I could have gave him 25 grand for it. Um, he was willing and would make the red flag 
$1,000. But by him being willing to take that offer, I passed on the watch and gave it back to him. Oh, wow. Yeah, good for you. Yeah, you're, you're a really legit guy, and I, I like that about you, and that's why I wanted to talk to you. Um, what's, um, what's the craziest... I'm sure you get guns uh, sometimes, too. What's the craziest gun you've got? Have you ever got some kind of, like, huge rifle that is just, like, foreign to you in there? Man, I got a rifle. I can't remember the name of it. I hate that I can't remember this rifle, the bullets was being at the size of my hand. It was, it was, it was, it was a uh, 15 grand. Uh, we gave them 10, so retail was a lot higher, of course. Um, the gun was beautiful, but it was huge. It took like two of us to carry, and it was, it was, it was a heck of a machine. It was, it was something else. I can't remember the name. I wish I could remember the name. Oh wow. Yeah, it was it was a rifle. It was a uh, sniper rifle, actually. Yeah, that that's what it sounds like. That's that's yeah. pretty incredible. Yeah. So, um, do you plan to continue to stay with the business for a long time? I'll be honest with you. I did a lot of things in my life. I have been a teacher. I have uh, been supervising a plant store. Uh, I've been a chore. Uh, but to be honest with you. This job never get boring. Every day, like I said, it can be anything can happen. Anybody can bring in any type of thing that just amazes you. And uh, the, I don't want to continue to uh, to be here to witness all the situations. Yeah. Now, what about um, what about gadgets? Do you get? Uh, I'm sure you get your average, um, you know, tablets, game systems. Uh, is there any crazy kind of like James Bond type uh, gadgets that you get in there? I have gotten some um, some pretty neat stuff. I got a a pen that doubled as a navig you know not a navigation system but as a it was like you, whatever you put the pen at it it was travel wherever it is it would know on your phone you can find where the pen at all the time. So if you put this pen in between somebody's seats in their car, uh, you can pinpoint exactly where they at at all times. So I've just seen some spot stuff like that. <laughs> uh, I've seen a gold phone before. With, I'm talking about real gold and not a case over it. The actual casing of the phone made from factory was gold. Oh, real. wow. Yeah. So, I, I mean, which I thought was a waste of money, but... Uh, I just seen that, <laughs> but the pen really got my attention because you know that, that was kind of weird. Just a regular looking pen. Wow, that's incredible. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, when you're there, uh, does the day go by pretty fast, or is it kind of like a drag sometimes, uh, or or are people pining a lot these days? I need to, and um, I can get a Rolex uh, or a 
special league or uh, something similar to that, and it'll take me an hour or so to uh, do all my little analysis on it. And uh, so my day is pretty much stressed out. Now, um, as far as pricing goes, how does that work when um, when they uh, bring something in? Do they pitch you a price and say, um, will you give me this amount for it? Or do you kind of research or both? I try to stray away from asking them how much they want. Uh, a lot of times people just tell us what they want. But I want to give them a fair price and then go from there. Um, sometimes I stretch it a little bit more if it's a little bit what they want to a little higher than what I need to give them. But for the most part, um, I try to come up with the price first and then go from there. Right. Yeah, that's that sounds about right. Um, now, do they when they uh, when they come into pawn? Uh, what is the percentage of them coming back for their stuff? Do they come back for it, or do they kind of flake, or what's how how often, and what's uh, what's that like? Well, you know, most pawn shops to stay open, we have to have a certain uh, redemption ratio. Uh, ours here is about eighty, about eighty three percent, which to stay alive. You got to at least be 60, a little bit about 65% to stay alive. So we're well over our redemption ratio. Um, we, get, we, we, we get people coming back on a regular basis to pick up their items, which is what we want. We, you know, most people, the men from our impostors, we want to take the item. We don't make money off of taking your item and keeping it. We'd rather you able to take your item back if you ever need the money to come back in the future. Exactly, yeah. And, and you, when you get somebody that's uh, pawned something, um, you know, do they uh, do they come back and then pay their money and then want to pawn it again? Or do they kind of just need it on a one-time thing? Well, I got people that repeat all the time. Yeah, I got people that just, instead of using banks and credit cards, they use us. You know, they might have an item uh, with some expensive pair of glasses or Somebody, what's your worst item that you hate receiving? Uh, without saying any name brands or something like that, just a general idea of what it is. What what do you say when someone walks through that door and you see what they have in hand and you're just like, oh man, I I can't give you much. You know, you don't say that, but you're thinking in your head like, I'm not gonna give you barely anything for that. So what's the worst item that comes in? The worst, to be honest with you, is electronics, man. Period, as a whole. Uh, people spend all this money on electronics, they have it for six months, and it's obsolete almost. You know, or they then came out with another model. And if you had it for a year or more, it's really obsolete, you know? So I hate, I feel bad by somebody buying and they spent $1,000 on it last year, and this year I'm only giving you a. Uh, 
Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's a shocker. I would think that electronics would be the number one uh, thing that's. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, that makes sense. You get way too many. Uh, now, do you get more game systems, or do you get more tablets or computers? What's what's the number one electronic that comes in constantly? I would say it's a mix between uh, cell phones and TVs. TVs. Oh wow! I'm surprised that you even take TVs because um, I know that that uh, that can't turn over for too much. Well, we do pretty good on that. That's one of our better uh, electronics that we get. Today, people don't buy a TV every other year. You know, they typically buy TV for the key for a while, you know? Right. Yeah, but most people, um, they're having uh, pretty big TVs these days, you know, 55 inches and up. And... Um, it's just a shocker that they would actually take the time to lug a huge TV in there. And you'll be surprised. We get a 7-inch TV, we got an 80-inch TV, and they will come bring it in today, pick it up three days later, bring it in another day, the next day after that. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's yeah. incredible. Now, um, I guess I'll save this last one and then I'll kind of wrap it up. Um, when you get a, uh, I, I imagine you don't discriminate because you want to keep business flowing. Um, so when you get someone that's kind of like a, um, they're on dope, you can tell they're on drugs or, or whatnot, um, and they come to you constantly and they're kind of tweaking out or, or whatever's going on with them. Do you still continue to serve them, or will you halt them at a point because it's a possibility that their items could be stolen, even if they're a cool person? One thing I'm not in the business of, and none of us are, to be honest, we train not to do this. You huh. can't judge a person by what they are doing at that point because it can be all types of medical issues they can have other than drugs, you know? So... I can't personally feel like, oh, this person on drugs, I ain't gonna help him. Or we gotta get a, he's stealing those. Because that's not the case all the time. Most of the stuff that I, that came in stolen, we found out later, you know, that was stolen, was from clean cut people. <laughs> you know, oh, wow. You would never think still, you know. I, I, it was very rarely in my career of being here seven years that uh, I've seen a drug addict actually get caught on some stealing stuff. Yeah. Or maybe they're just too good at it. <laughs> or they got some skills. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow, that's that's incredible. Well yeah, I, I thank you, D for I know you're at you're probably at work right now, right? Actually I am, yeah. Oh wow, yeah. So thank you so much for um for taking the time to uh to uh conduct this interview because uh I just wanna kinda take our viewers inside uh, what it's like um, and what pawning is all about. Now, so um, does that last question? I I thought that would be the last question, but I was just thinking. Um, so you shouldn't really judge someone who's pawning, 
Is that is that your overall message you would say? Because that you know, people could be in a tight situation and you never know the circumstance? A hundred percent, a hundred percent, man. Uh, it's times that I needed money uh, and I had to find it in my, in my own story. So you never judge the reason why somebody pined it. And nowadays, and, and the reason why I rather pine and take a loan out is way cheaper. We only charge 3% on your loan. And then you get a... <laughs> And you can bring your stuff in five minutes and come and go back home instead of writing out a whole uh, application and all that other stuff. This is a way quicker process. Right. Right. Huh? It sounds like it. Sounds like it. Well, yeah, I won't, I won't hold you up. I yeah. <laughs> well, I won't hold you up. Thank you so much, D. Thank you so much for this interview, uh, for being on Sip and Tea with Josh. Uh, it's a pleasure having you, and, and I actually don't mind having you back anytime. Anytime, man. If you have any questions, give me a call. All right, sounds good. Take care, D. All right, you too. Bye. Bye.